I want to talk to you about one of the trickiest things that happens in high-level decision-making, and that's identifying blind spots, and here's why. When you develop a very successful decision-making framework within your organization, we develop a lot of defenses around that. Those defenses are trying to protect the efficiency of the operation, protect the success, keep a good thing going as long as possible. The challenge, of course, is that nothing is static. There's no stasis in these decision-making environments. And so it has to be a very active and evolving process of taking in the information and iterating on the decision-making along the way. I'm going to tell you a story and set this up in a moment, but I'll also tell you that I've been stung by it myself. And there's no lesson that sticks harder than when you've been burned by your own mistake, when you've taken the loss, when you've taken the W, and then you have an opportunity to reflect upon it and learn from that. And and so the trick here is how do we get the learnings instilled and how do we integrate an understanding of the potential problems of blind spots into a high-level decision-making process well in advance of taking the loss? Here's a story. It's about Joe Cassano, who was the CEO of AIG Financial Products very successful executive, had taken over uh, the hedge fund, which was a subsidiary of AIG, the global financial behemoth. He had taken a singular product, which was a derivative in the housing finance sector, and then scaled it to build a really strong financial engine around it that, quite frankly, print cash. And it did so, in their words, at a risk profile that was virtually nil. He had a good thing going. It would be his platform for creating significant personal wealth, He was generating significant value for AIG. Quite frankly, it could have been even his platform for becoming ultimately the CEO of AIG. He would be a dark horse, but this was his pathway to potentially achieving that, which for a hard scrabble kid from Brooklyn, who was a a tough negotiator, sometimes even a bully, to rise up to that level and be able to compete was very attractive. Several things happened. The market began to shift within 2005. Industry commentators were saying this is a changed market. Things are moving around. We know after the fact that some of the competitors in the space were already starting to lighten their balance sheets of uh, more risky profiles or assets in this class and very much cognizant of what was about to come. Joe did not. Joe fought them. Joe even quelled dissent within his organization. There are several red flags or at least yellow flags that we want to raise about the decision-making process. These are the sorts of things that you need to integrate into your own decision-making process, which include tampering down unduly internal dissent. You have to be able to listen to the dissent, understand the positions, take what is most valuable, and then be able to work through it. What Joe did was ignore the internal uh, commentators, including specifically a very well-respected financial uh, executive, Gene Park, who was saying, we need to start offloading positions here. Second of all, the algebra within Joe Cassano's engine, financial engine, was really tightly constructed. This was a very uh, precise instrument. It was they, they, they thought that they had lopped off all the risk associated with it. Any change to that was met with defense. He couldn't envision the variables in his algorithm changing, A, if they change, they would probably reduce the financial gener- you know, financial generative uh, capacity or profit motive uh, associated with these instruments. He couldn't get it through his head. He was also slow-footed in responding to the changes within the market. We want to look for cases in which the situational context is changing because that's going to change your algorithm. We're going to look for opportunities where you're quelling dissent overtly and too much. 
we're going to look for opportunities where you are not able to update the algebra of your decision-making and how you process the variables internally. Those are the, the tips that we may have a problem associated with it. Take a look at your own most valuable decision-making process, what is really successful, and then start to identify places where you might have gaps. Look for ways in which the market or the external environment is changing. Look for ways that you're not processing your internal dissent. Look for defensive reactions by those who are protective to the outsiders who might have a different viewpoint. And make sure you stay really close to the whole process. That's it for now. I'll talk to you soon.